0: Attention all empaths. I'm going to be giving you some tips to help protect your energy because we're approaching the holiday season. But whenever you decide to listen to this, this helps you throughout the entire year. Now, I don't know about you, but regardless of if you're excited, nervous, or sad, whatever emotion that the holiday season brings up for you, your energy's going to feel drained if you're an empath. So I want to help you prevent that. So stay with me, I will be giving you my very best empath tips to survive the holidays. Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guide. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. This is our 52nd episode, which means we have reached A year. I am so thankful for you listening in to this podcast and tuning in. And caring is sharing. So if you know an empath in your life, please share this episode with them. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you never miss another episode. And we've got some really great ones coming up. Before I get right into it, the card that I want to share with you on this episode is the card of the higher self. Your life purpose is calling. This is the end of the year where we start thinking about what do we want to release and what are we ready to invite in in the next cycle. You can start a new cycle at any time in your life, but the new year kind of brings this blank slate energy. It's like this cutoff point where we say, I'm ready to do this. I'm no longer doing this. If you're listening to this podcast, you may be considering feeling that pull to start your business and live your purpose through your career. Or if you already have a business, you might be wondering how to expand it, or you might be wondering, hmm, I need to shift or change or pivot. So I'd love for you to jump on the spiritual business incubator wait list over at messengerofspirit.com forward slash W L. That was the message from the cards. Let's go ahead and get into my very first tip to help you survive the holiday season energetically. Number one, make it a priority to clear your energy. Empaths are known to soak up energy like a sponge. However, they don't always wring out that energy. They will oftentimes feel a little confused. Is this my energy or someone else's? Now, when we get into the holiday season, you are surrounded by other people's energy. Whether you're shopping at the grocery store or you're gathering with friends and family, or perhaps you have an array of emotions coming down. These array of emotions could be overwhelm, they could be sadness, they could be positivity and joy and excitement. However, it's really important that you have clear energy so that you know that what's coming through in your energy is clean for you. So if you didn't take a bath or shower for weeks on end, ew, right? So the same thing with your energy. We collect energetic dust. So my favorite ways to clear my energy is to one protect my energy, which I'll give you an exercise a little bit later on in this episode. But also, I will make sure to take salt bath. I will get in the shower. And imagine and visualize and intend that white light come down with the water as it washes over my body. I will visualize any gray energy, any stuck and stagnant energy. So if you can't visualize, you can just intend, know, and feel that the soap that you're using and the water that's moving in helps to turn any. Stuck energy into love and light. It becomes lighter and all that yucky stuff just goes down the drain. So that's one way that you can actually clear your energy. Now, another way that you can do this, a lot of people prefer to burn white sage, or my favorite way is to use frankincense. So you can get some frankincense and actually burn the resin. If you like that, I like to take frankincense and purify my room and energy because I diffuse an essential oil into the diffuser. There are several frankincenses and all are effective. My favorite is sacred frankincense, and I will link to it in the show notes. So, if you're traveling and with family, you might be thinking, I can't really burn some sage and I can't do anything with frankincense. So, what you can actually do is utilize one of the water exercises or step into the sunlight. Just take five minutes. That's it. Go outside, visualize the sun rays coming over your energy. Call in your spirit guides and ask your spirit guide healers to help cleanse your energy. Especially if you're outside, it's great because you can visualize Any stuck and stagnant energy that doesn't belong to you, someone else's, can just move down into the ground and then intend that this energy be transmuted into a lighter energy of love and light. There's different visualizations and different things that you can do. The most powerful part of all of this is intention. We just forget to really recognize and identify when something in our energy doesn't feel good, or if it's not serving us, or if it's not our own, that's going to be really, really important. This next tip has to do with clearing your energy. And it is schedule alone time. Oh, yeah, this actually helps clear your energy and helps the separation of being around so many people's thoughts, feelings, And this helps you really come back and focus on how you feel. So in your alone time, you can journal about your thoughts, your feelings. How does it feel when you're in front of your aunt or your parents or your siblings, your spouse's family, your children, your friends, whoever you're with? How does it feel if you're not with them? So really paying attention and being intentional with, oh, wait a minute, I'm feeling different. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling energized when I'm around certain people. This helps you bring focus to how to set your intentions before you move forward in interacting with them. Now, if you are not around people and you are spending the holidays by yourself, This can also bring attention to what kind of energy you need to focus on. So if you're not feeling great or you're feeling a lack of connection, then you know where to set your intentions to bring more joy into your life. You might say, well, Whitney, I'm visiting family and I'm raising my hand here. I get it. That's something that I do. It might be a little challenging if you are all in the same house. So a couple ideas. One, if you're visiting family, you might want to limit your visit with them. Even though you love them, you might need to set a boundary ahead of time. So let's say that you want to visit in-laws and you're married and you don't really love to visit the in-laws. In the spirit of having a healthy relationship, you know that compromise is going to be something that you're doing. So you could tell your spouse ahead of time, I can only be here for X amount of time. Or you could say, I'm going to need more alone time. So when I visit, I'm going to need to go out for a walk or I need to go out and sit outside or I'm going to make it a point to schedule some time where I can think. So planning your boundaries ahead of time is going to be really key. Now, if you are visiting in a different state, You might want to consider getting a separate place to stay, such as renting a home or getting a hotel room or something like that too. Sometimes empaths feel bad saying, hey, I'm going to go take a nap or I'm going to just go back into my room for a couple hours, knowing that that's okay. And that's really inherent in order to be in better spirits for yourself and for everyone else. That's okay. Planning ahead can be very helpful with this. When you start to feel bad about really honoring your alone time, think of it this way. You know, if I were to just stay here the entire time and get really drained and run down, I'm going to be a crabby person. No one's going to want to be around me anyway. So it's better to go away for a couple hours so that I can be the best version of myself for me. And for everybody else. This topic brings me to my third tip for you, which is saying no. Ooh, I'm already talking about doing uncomfortable things by scheduling alone time and saying no. It's okay to say no. Maybe you're hosting a family gathering every year, and this year you don't want to, or you have a routine where most families do, where they go to the same place, they see the same people, and you say no. This can be really hard, but it's going to be really important for you to take note. Remember you're journaling to really focus about what feels good and what doesn't feel good during your alone time. So you can start to learn to say no. And I know firsthand family can be pushy. Why are you saying no? You can't say no. You're going to hurt people's feelings. All these things. Those are all limiting beliefs. And it's time for you to really stand up for yourself and know what works and know what doesn't work. So are you going to take control of your own life or are you going to let other people kind of seep that guilt into your energy? It's up to you. It all comes down to you. Sometimes people say, well, my family's making me feel guilty. Nobody can make you feel guilty. You get to choose to feel guilty. So are you going to stand up in your power or not? So saying no can feel really weird, especially if you are traveling into a different place and all your friends want to see you, all the family wants to see you, but you know you have a limited time. You know you need to conserve your energy. So really practice the art of just saying no and saying yes. To the things that excite you. So when you say no, you are saying yes to more energy. You're saying yes to all the things that light you up. This is okay. and a hundred percent is. And what is really helpful for me is planning out what I'm going to say to people ahead of time. Or planning out different scenarios and I practice saying no out loud. To myself, so that when it comes out of my mouth, I feel like it's natural and I don't feel like I'm awkward and I'm squeaking it out of my voice, my voice is cracking or feeling really kind of in that weird place. So that's okay too. Just saying no, you could write it out, talk it out, whatever you need to do. All right, I'm gonna be giving you some additional tips and a protection exercise when we come back after this quick break. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings, but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition, but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. Thanks for listening. We are getting ready to talk about some other techniques to help you conserve and protect your energy during the holidays. But again, you can utilize these techniques whenever you need to. It's not just for the holidays, but I know the holidays can be extra draining. Even when we're so excited, it expends a lot of energy when we're meeting with people, connecting with people, loving up on everybody. We are literally giving our energy and we are thinking more and our physical body is doing more things. Oftentimes we are cooking, traveling, literally just talking takes energy. But if you are by yourself for the holiday season, this applies for you as well. You can start thinking, getting in your head. You can feel really drained just with all of the things going on in the media And in the public spaces, what do we do on the holidays? Most people eat food. Most people eat different food than you would in your daily life. I have a family recipe that I've now taken on. I've made it my own vegan gluten-free way. And I'm telling you, it's good. I mean, my parents are not vegan and gluten-free and they have said, oh my gosh, it tastes like the original. So kind of proud of myself for that. But that doesn't mean that that recipe is healthy. So we oftentimes will stuff our face (laughs) with comfort food, which is fine. We can do that. However, I want you to pay attention to what foods are helping you feel good and what foods are not making you feel good. When we stuff our face with lots of cards, with fats, and all the stuff that tastes good, we can also feel funky, grumpy, tired, and just all around, ugh. So I'd like for you to really kind of look at what foods light me up, what foods don't. Sometimes we feel like we have to make a certain dish from our family tradition, or we feel like we have to taste our food that other people have made. So I want you to just get really clear with your empath self on what you feel is good for your body. And the easy way to do this is with your energy. So when you are thinking about a food or you're right in front of the food, I'd like for you to just take a moment and clear your mind so you can close your eyes, you can do this with your eyes open. Take a deep breath and just imagine that when you're breathing in, you're breathing in white light, doesn't matter if you visualize it or not. I want you to just feel peace moving through your body and just ask in your mind. So in your mind, with the intention that your higher self, with the intention that your body, with the intention that your spirit guides respond to you, is this food for the highest and the best? In this moment, does this food resonate with my energy or not? I know this sounds a little bit trivial sometimes. Like, really, Whitney, are you telling me about food? Trust me, food has energy. So you might be looking at this really healthy salad, but the person that made the salad was in a really crappy mood. Ooh, well, might not be the best for you in the moment. You also might be looking at these potatoes with tons of butter and you're thinking, Well, this isn't healthy for me, but maybe the person that made it was thinking about you and so excited and all this love, or this was your grandmother's recipe and you just feel like it has that energy and you feel like, yeah, this is the right moment. Now, all this advice is not supposed to replace anything a doctor has told you or what you know you need to eat. I myself am on a medical diet. So this is something that you need to take into consideration. So please don't feel like this is going to be the most important versus if you have to eat a certain way for your health. However, it can be really helpful when you are tuning in. I'd also like for you to pay attention to how your body is feeling afterwards when you're digesting and you know what I'm getting ready to say? How much you're eating as well. Sometimes we really need it. We just need to stuff our face and we need to sit there for hours. Literally, sometimes that is what our energy does need. So I'm not saying that that is bad. However, it may not be something that your body is needing. So be just present and cognizant of the energy that you are eating. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not necessarily about the calories and all that crap. It's more about the energy that you are consuming. And this doesn't just go to food. This is also what are you taking in with TV and music and the people talking. Sometimes politics comes up or other things that just doesn't feel good. So really pay attention to what am I consuming and maybe I just need to step out of the room, or I'm only going to be there for a couple minutes or an hour or so. Which leads me to protection, which is the last thing I want to talk about, but I want to give you two tips under this category. You have a protector spirit guide, so let's utilize that guide. Your protector spirit guide helps you with protection On the earth plane. So, when to drive the car, which plane to choose, all of those things. So, talk to your protector guide about hey, I'm getting ready to go in and talk to my family. And maybe you're very liberal and your family is super conservative. So, you can say, you know what? I love my family, but I definitely need some extra buffer here. So, if you could help buffer my energy as I go into this holiday meal, or talk to your protector guide. Hey, I'm getting ready to travel. Just checking in with you, making sure everything's okay. So just ask for extra protection when you feel like you need it. But the aura bubble is what I want to talk about. This is really helpful for empaths. And I really only teach this inside of my four intuitive languages program, but it's the holiday season and I'm giving you a gift. So with the aura bubble protection, before you start to converse with people, I would love for you to take a moment, close your eyes, and this is best done in the beginning of the day, the middle of the day, and the end of the day or the afternoon. So, what I'm saying here is you want to do this three times a day and do it anytime you feel like you need extra protection. So, when you start your day, usually you're by yourself, you can take a moment, clear your mind, and visualize the first color. That comes to your mind. You might see the color. You might hear the name of the color. You might feel like, Hmm, I just feel like purple, or you might just know what it is. Once you have your color, I'd love for you to imagine that it is in the center of your body, right at the solar plexus. As you breathe, expand this light out in all different directions. Continue to expand this light into all different directions until it's about two feet above you, below you, around you. And then imagine that you are in this bubble of light. Then at the edges of where the light touches the rest of the world, I'd like for you to harden it so you're inside of an eggshell. See the hardened edges being porous so that you can receive good, lovely, flowy, good vibes. But all that heavy, yucky stuff just bounces right off of your aura bubble and you don't breathe it in. So you're literally moving around your day in this breathable energy bubble and intend that it lasts all day long. However, empaths are known to not have the best boundaries. They kind of spill into other people's energy. And so, one of the big lessons for empaths to learn I'm raising my hand here, I'm part of the group here has been boundaries. Boundaries has been a big one for me and empaths will constantly need to reinforce their boundaries. So this is why I recommend to do it in the morning, in the middle of the day, in the afternoon. Now if you're in the middle of a conversation or you're at the dinner table and all of the yucky talk starts, then I'd like for you to mentally check in. Is your aura bubble still there? and let's reinforce it. Take a moment to just visualize it, or you can say it in your mind to say, I expand my aura bubble. My aura bubble is up, or you can feel it kind of push out and expand your energy and lock into place, or you just know it's there. Aura bubble has helped so many of my students. And I wanted to give this gift to you for this holiday season So thank you so much for listening to this episode. And next week, I'll be back with a brand new episode to help you release as you move into the new year. It'll be my release ritual. I hope that you have a fantastic holiday season. Until the next episode, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review. And a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerofspirit.com and you can take the 4 Intuitive Languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at Messenger of Spirit. If you want to continue the conversation, join my free Facebook group at messengerofspirit.com forward slash group. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to staying spiritual and ambitious.